I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi there, I'm Cindy Linden, and this is the Cook Along Podcast. Today, I'm sure you'll be surprised to know we're going to make cookies. If you haven't listened to me before, you won't know why that's funny, but if you look through the webpage, which is www.thecookalongpodcast.com, you'll see how many of the recipes on the website actually are cookies, because I have a passion for cookies. Today's cookies are, bizarrely enough, called Congo Bars. They're not called that because they're from the heart of Africa somewhere. They are called that because apparently, the story goes, these are a favorite recipe for First Congregational Church potluck suppers. I guess they derived Congo from Congregational. Anyway, these are kind of a blondie. If you know about brownies, this is sort of a not chocolate version of brownies, only they have many chocolate chips in them and a ton of brown sugar. Before I give you the ingredients, I'm going to give you two do-aheads. The first is to preheat your oven to 350 degrees. Get that started now because these go together really fast and you want your oven ready to go. The second thing is to grease and flour your pan. Now usually I tell you you can just spray your pan. Today I'm not going to tell you to do that because the brown sugar will stick to the pan. So you're going to need a 9 by 13 inch baking pan and you want to grease it and I'm going to suggest you do that with butter just because then the flavor complements the bars and then dust it with flour. If you haven't done that before, which I suppose is possible since I used to do this when there was no such thing as cooking spray, which dates me, I know, you just sort of smear the butter around the inside of the baking pan. You know, I my mother used to have me do that with a she used to have me do that with wax paper. So I'd take a little square of wax paper and scoop some shortening onto it and use the wax paper to supposedly keep my fingers from getting greasy from the shortening that I was spreading around the pan. I'd forgotten about this. It never really kept the grease from getting on my hand. And honestly, I think it's unnecessarily fastidious to do that. Anyway, what you want to do is use butter because the flavor will add to these cookies. And so you might as well do something that will make them even a little better and complement the flavor of the cookie itself. While you could use a plastic sandwich bag around your hand or a piece of wax paper or whatever, I'm going to suggest you just slap your fingers into that butter and 
take a scoop with your fingers and spread it around the inside of the pan. You want to be kind of generous with this. You want it not hugely thick, but you want to be sure there's a real coating there and that you get all the corners and all the edges and don't leave any blank spaces because like I said, I think with all the sugar in these cookies, they're kind of sticky and they're going to want to stick to the pan. Once you've done that, then you take a small scoop of flour and you just dump it into the center of the pan and then pick the pan up and shake the flour until it's covered the whole bottom of the pan and then tip the pan toward you just a little so that the flour goes down to the side of the pan and tip the pan right and left until it coats that full side of the pan with flour. So all the butter has flour stuck to it and then turn the pan, let's say counterclockwise so that now the next edge is on the bottom and getting the flour and just tilt that back and forth as well until that's all coated with flour and do that with every edge. If you don't have enough flour, you're going to have to scoop a little more in there, but you want all the edges coated with two layers, the first one of butter and the second one of flour without any holes where the batter is going to be able to stick. And then if you have extra flour, just dump it out. You don't want to leave it in there. It'll make a nasty spot in your baking. And while the oven is heating, here is your list of ingredients. You want two and a quarter cups of all-purpose flour, two teaspoons of baking powder. You need a half a cup plus two tablespoons of butter. I'm going to use salted butter. If you're using unsalted butter, you want to also add an eighth of a teaspoon of salt. That's a stick of butter plus two extra tablespoons. And by the way, you want to use real butter or stick margarine. Don't use light margarine or anything that comes in a tub without checking it for its water content because reduced fat spreads replace the fat with water and that will make a soup out of this recipe. So double check before you use anything that isn't just butter. And then here's the killer. You need a 16 ounces of brown sugar. Now that used to be a whole box. Brown sugar used to come in a box and it was a whole box. So it's a pound. It's two and a quarter firmly packed cups of light brown sugar. If you don't have light brown sugar, dark brown is fine. It's just a little more intense. So I don't know that that's a bad thing. You need three eggs and you need 12 ounces of semi-sweet chocolate chips. Now I will tell you, this recipe is old. It's very old, in fact. I cut out of the recipe probably decades ago, probably back in the 80s. And so it calls for a 12-ounce bag of semi-sweet chocolate chips. Some chocolate chips no longer come in a 12-ounce bag. So I would say use a bag. Just hope it's as close to 12 ounces as you can get because the more chocolate, the merrier, right? So let's start with the flour. We're going to mix together the dry ingredients. If you've worked with me before, you know we always have to stir the flour up. This is aerating the flour and it's because gravity pulls down on all those little flour particles and condenses them. And if you don't stir the flour around first in your container, you're going to get way more flour than you want to. So just stir it up until it's kind of light and fluffy. And then using that spoon, scoop it into your measuring cup. Again, lightly. You don't want to scoop it with the cup because that'll pack it too tightly. And then use the handle of the spoon to level off the flour. And you're doing this for two and a quarter cups. Just put it all into a bowl. There we go. And the next item is two teaspoons of baking powder. 
I have this stuff I really like. It's from Bob's Red Mill. And I, I like it because it doesn't have any aluminum in it. You know, I, I don't know if you're aware that most baking powder has aluminum in it. Bob's Red Mill doesn't. The only thing funny about Bob's that I don't like is that the company did a really worthy experiment that I don't think works, which is instead of a Ziploc top, it's got a Velcro top. It's not that the Velcro doesn't stick to each other. It does. But the problem is that there are holes that squoosh up poofs of baking powder every time you open or close it or set it down. Still, it's a great product and maybe they'll figure out that they need a different container. So back to where we were. Adding to the flour, you're adding two teaspoons of baking powder. And that, unless you're using the salt, those are the only dry ingredients. So once that's mixed up, we're gonna set it aside for a bit. You're gonna be a little stunned, I think, by how fast these come together. Okay, now we're gonna prep the brown sugar. So get a bowl out. And we're going to pack this into two and a quarter cups. My uh, brown sugar now comes in two pound bags. So I don't really have an option to just open the bag and dump it in the way one, one would have done once upon a time. So scoop your measuring cup into the bag, pack it tightly, and measure it all into a bowl. So we have here equal amounts of flour and brown sugar. If you don't bake often, you may not realize that that's unusual and that's a lot of brown sugar. So I just take my word for it. Now, what we're going to do is melt the butter. In the original recipe, this calls for melting it on the stove. And we're not going to do that because now we have microwaves. See, I told you it was an old recipe. We're going to put the butter into a microwave safe dish with a lid, at least in my house, because every time I try to really just melt butter in the microwave, there's a point where something inside the stick of butter makes everything explode all over the inside of my oven. Not doing that today. Again, you need a whole stick plus two tablespoons. So your stick of butter has got little measuring spots on it, hopefully. Most do. And you want to just get two sticks of butter and one of them you're cutting two tablespoons off of. Recipe originally asked you to cut this into chunks so it would melt faster. We don't have to do that anymore. Don't you find that interesting? I, I, I do. I mean, we take these things so much for granted. Uh, we don't really, <laughs> I don't really consider the fact that we didn't used to be able to do these things. I should have told you, by the way, that your brown sugar should be in a, a large-ish bowl because we're going to add things to it. So if you need to, move your brown sugar to a bigger bowl, which is what I just did, because we're going to add the butter and the eggs to that. Butter's going in the microwave, and while that's heating up, I'm going to get out my eggs. You need three of those. This is another sign that this is extra rich, because most brownie recipes only have two eggs in them. So this will change the consistency and make them a little moister and denser. Good things, right? Oh, see? I don't know if you could hear that. That was the butter exploding inside the dish. I don't know why that happens. It makes me crazy. But this is why I always put a lid on it and recommend you do the same. 
So with your brown sugar, put it into a fairly big bowl because we're about to add that butter to it. So we're going to dump the butter in with the brown sugar. And stir it all up. It's going to take a minute because there's a lot of brown sugar here. I love this part because this is, you know, this is the foundation of so many really good things, butter and brown sugar. Uh, it's maybe a little silly, but I get excited by stirring together butter and brown sugar. And, uh, you know, sometimes you add a little cinnamon to that or something that makes it really good. So get it all mixed up really well. Squash out the dry spots of brown sugar till it's all sort of moist. And then we're going to add your first egg. Now stir that all in. Stir it in really well. It's going to take a minute to get it all mixed in, but it'll change the texture of what you've got here now. Once it's all pretty well mixed in, take your second egg and do the same. Mix it all in. goopy white stuff mixed in so it's all smooth and then finally your last egg and stir that in as well all right now go back to your bowl of dry ingredients and just pour that in here and mix that up. It's going to take a minute to get all that flour incorporated because, well, because there's a lot of brown sugar, but there's just as much flour. So get it all stirred in here. Yeah, it's getting kind of stiff, isn't it? You can see, at this point, you can see why it's going to be sticky in the pan. Because the dough is getting really pretty sticky. Kind of sleek, but pretty sticky. Okay. Now, your chips. Open that bag. And just pour the whole damn bag in here. Okay, and it goes. Stir those in. See? You see what I mean now? There's a lot of chips here for this much batter, don't you think? Yeah. Okay. Wow, this is good. This is good. All right, now the, this is we're at the end here. All you have to do now is pour this into that prepared pan. So I recommend at this point that you stop using a spoon if you've been using a spoon. 
and get a spatula because the sticky dough is going to be hard to get out of there without the spatula. So start scooping it into your pan. The spatula is so nice because it gets all of the batter off the pan. Those One of my pet peeve soapbox issues is those people who make cooking videos where they just pick up the bowl and I know they're moving high speed, but still, really, they just dump the, the bowl into the pan or whatever and then they never scrape the bowl. So who knows what percentage of possible yummy food they're leaving behind in the bowl. Makes me nuts. Right, now you gotta spread it out. This isn't easy. You're gonna have to, we're gonna have to kind of tread it. The goal, the goal, as unrealistic as it may seem to you at this very moment, is to spread that batter into the pan as evenly as possible. Now I know, if yours is acting anything like mine, that it's not sticking, which is good. I mean, you don't want it to stick, but it picks up every time you try to smear it into the corner, right? Well, just keep working on it. You want it into all the corners, smash it down, try to get rid of any major high spots. You want it all kind of level or it's not gonna cook evenly. While we're pressing this into the pan, I'll just tell you the next step is to just throw it in that preheated oven. And we're probably gonna cook it for about 30 minutes, but I want you to, that looks like about as good as it's gonna get for me. I want you to set your timer for only 20 minutes because this is done when a toothpick or a cake tester that you stick into it comes out clean. So we're gonna check it at 20 minutes just to be sure. You can go away now, set your timer for 20 minutes. Actually, don't come back to me until you're sure your cookies are done. What you do to test it at 20 minutes is you get a toothpick, find probably one of the thickest spots you can find and stick your toothpick down into that spot and then pull the toothpick back out. If it has any gooey bits on it, they're not done and you need to put it back in the oven and just check it every maybe four minutes or so. Do the same test again. When the toothpick or cake tester comes out with no goop on it, then you need to take your cookies out of the oven and let them cool. And at that point, you can come back. I'll talk to you then. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. 
Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm back, and I have baked cookies here, baked bar cookies. It actually took the full 30 minutes. At 20 minutes, for me, the toothpick was still kind of, you know, goopy. It was clear. It wasn't really cooked at all in the middle. At 25 minutes, it had little bits of batter on it that were starting to solidify, but hadn't yet. And at 30 minutes, which is the recommended time for this recipe, they are exactly right and golden and gorgeous. And unfortunately, this is the moment of the hardest part of the recipe, which is you really shouldn't eat them now. They should cool to room temperature before you even try to cut them. I'm really sorry about that, but it's what I recommend. Now you're on your own there in your own home and you can make your own decisions. I'm just telling you that it'll be easier to get out of the pan if you wait and cut them when they're cool. So that's it for today. And a little bit later today, I'm going to make another podcast of dinner that could go before this lovely dessert. And you're welcome to look on the website for dinner ideas. If you want to see the one that I'm making this evening, look for one called Greek Style Beef and Cheese Ravioli. And there will be pictures and recipe ingredients. It's also pretty easy. It does take a few things you might have to get from the store before we start. But with dinner and dessert all covered here... I'm going to say, until next time, happy cooking! Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're enjoying this podcast, you can make a contribution through the supporter link on every Cook Along podcast page or go to Ko-fi 
ko-fi.com slash the cook along podcast. Thanks for your support and thanks for listening.